morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Monday morning, Truckers Podcast. Coffee with you. So grab your coffee, grab your tea, pull up your favorite chair, sit on the sofa, and join me here on the Truckers Podcast. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I hope you're all out there uh, behaving yourselves, following all the mandated rules, watching out for one another. So let's get those thank yous out there to our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses and our paramedics and our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And of course, the thank you goes out there to uh, my listeners, my followers, my guests, I thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. So how is everybody doing Monday morning? What is this, November the 16th? 2020. Well, I had a, I guess you could say, a productive weekend. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So how was your weekend? Was your weekend uh, a productive weekend? Did you have a uh, a relaxing time, or did you have lots of running around to do? And were you out there following all the uh, mandated protocols to be safe from this COVID nineteen? So, you know, as I look around uh, the uh, the world on the internet, and um, you know this this election in the United States, um, you know, it's it's been over for some time now. And, of course, we all know that, you know, all these court proceedings, you know, that the, uh, the Trump uh, lawyers have filed in, in the courts in the, in the battle 
battleground states, you know, claiming fraud. And judges are, are tossing out their cases left and right. And uh, protesting is going on, you know, uh, in around the United States with the uh, Trump supporters. And of course you have the uh, Biden supporters. You know, and as I'm looking through um, the news and um, I come across the article, you know, in BC where violence erupts when night falls. Now, I just wanted to ask something here because, you know, um, to the United States, you do know that the whole world is watching. And when I was going through this article, um, both sides were in the wrong. You know, I'm thinking to myself, what is this, grade school? What are we in, grade five? Something, someone doesn't like something? And you gotta start pushing and shoving? And, and uh, yelling profanities? at one another you know it's just you know it's like a like a, a a fight after school or a fight on the playground you know and it's not just you know things like the election you know other other matters you know around around the united states when um, violence erupts. And what is that proven? What is violence proven throughout history? It actually proves nothing. You don't gain anything from it. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But both sides here are to blame. So, you know, as you know, um, it, it seemed like um, Donald Trump was, um, you know, pretty pretty much accepting his, his, his loss of the election, um, but, you know, falling short of conceding which, you know, really means that, you know, conceding means that, you know, you're recognizing um, the, other, the other opponent that, that has won. And that you're congratulating the other opponent. You know, but nobody has to concede. You know, win or lose. 
you know, the fact remains. And, um, you know, Joe Biden will be sworn in on January the 20th as the 46th president of the United States, along with Mrs. Harris, uh, to become the first woman vice president of the United States. So as these allegations fly all over the place of voter fraud, which is unfounded, untrue, and just a big waste of time. You know, because, you know, I mean, it's not Donald Trump paying for these lawyers out of his own pocket. It's the taxpayers. You know, for, for Donald Trump to um, continue on um, with these claims. And he always will, even when he leaves office, he always will. He always will com uh, complain about it. He always says there's voter fraud. But what is he talking about? Is he talking about is this voter fraud in all the blue states? There's no voter fraud in the red states? You know, the unplot, the, you know, being unpopular, you know, he was only looking at what maybe 42% of the popular vote. You know, how did Donald Trump end up with over 70 million votes for, pop for popularity? You know, maybe there was fraud there too. Who knows? In all these red states. So as, as clashes erupt, between Trump supporters and Biden supporters. You know, this was uh, on Saturday, you know, the Trump supporters are out there, you know, and um, like I said, you know, before, I mean, when it comes to elections, you vote for whoever you want to vote for. You know, whether you're a Trump supporter or you're, you're a Biden supporter, you know, Republican, Democrat, you know, you have the right to vote for whoever you want. You have the right to believe in whatever you want to believe in. So, you know, so the, the, the Republicans, who, who voted for Donald Trump, you know, they, they have their, they're waving their flags, uh, blaring out, God bless you, United States of America. And, you know, falsely claiming that the election had been stolen from the man that they adore. You know, people, You know, when, when someone um, is, a, is a, a leader and you believe uh, what they say, you hang on to every word of what they say, I mean, that's your right. You can 
believe whatever you want to believe. And then, you know, it goes on to say before the people who opposed their hero showed up and the mood shifted, growing anger as 300 or so counter protesters delivered a message. The president's most ardent backers were unwilling to hear that the election is over. Trump lost. You know, so Biden supporters come out and they clash with the Trump supporters. So, you know, clashes erupted throughout activists as the activists spewed profanity and shouted threats through punches and launched bottles on both sides. You know, people were bloodied and at least 20 were arrested, including four who um, remain unknown on they were they were unknown on, on gun charges and the chaos also left two officers injured you know one thing that you know you probably learn in life is that you don't poke a bear because the bear potentially is already angry you know, like the Trump supporters, they're all, they are already angered because Trump lost the election. So I don't, you know, I mean, I get it, you know, but why go out and throw fuel on the fire? What is it proving? It's not proving anything. What is it showing? Well, it's showing all the wrong things about the United States. People look at the United States and they say, wow, this is how they act. This is how Americans act. when we know that all Americans aren't that way. Just certain groups are. But it gives America a bad name. It really does. For all those uh, law-abiding citizens uh, in the United States, all the good people, in the United States. These groups, they just come out for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to create chaos. That's what they do. I don't know, they just want um, to be recognized 
They just want to be on the news. They just want to be on TV. I don't know what it is. You know, there's just so much. I mean, it's just, you know, in Washington, D.C., I mean, there's just so many different um, areas uh, of that city uh, where violence broke out. You know, at 8 p.m., um, violence broke out the five blocks east of the White House between the president's supporters who wielded batons. And his black clad detractors, many of whom have partic has participated in, in the racial justice rallies throughout the summer. As the groups approached the same intersection, they, they, they charged each other, brawling for several minutes before police arrived and cleared the area. I mean, this is just absolutely ridiculous. You know, there are so many different ways that, you know, this could be handled by everybody. Go ahead and have your march. Go ahead and have your protest. But there's always, always somebody that comes along and throws fuel on the fire. You know, we have uh, protests here um, in Canada, and it's the, it's the, it's the protest against, um, you know, the mandated rules that, that has been imposed on us throughout this COVID-19. And then we have people that come out and um, to rally against them. Say their peace. But it hasn't erupted in, into violence. You know, I mean, and it's not just, you know, it's, it's not the United States. I mean, you look around the world and, and protest, um, and not all of them, but they, they do at the end of the day uh, turn the wrong way. People start clashing with one another. The fists start flying. But even over the summer months, we've seen more and more violence in the United States for whatever cause uh, uh, arises. You know, smashing windows, burning cars, vandalism doesn't help matters, ladies and gentlemen. It really doesn't help. And I'm sure, you know, a, a majority of Americans are opposed to that. You 
you know, being Canada, being their next door neighbor, you know, um, myself, um, when I was crossing the border, trucking and driving through the United States, I met so many really nice people. You know, and I think Americans are nice people. But this nonsense that's, that's going on after this election is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I get it. I, I get it that you can't accept that Donald Trump lost the election. I get it. You know, this went all through the night, right in, in, into Sunday morning. Good morning and welcome to the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. You know, we're just discussing, you know, uh, the fallout, basically, of the United States election. You know, where the protesters are out there, uh, the uh, uh, Trump supporters and the Biden supporters, you know, are clashing with one another. You know, and, and when you watch this and you watch this unfold and, and, and you know, you just, you know, you know, it's like grade school. You know, just acting like a bunch of disgruntled kids. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Yes, people are upset that they lost the election. But why poke the bear? At the end of the day, you know exactly what's gonna take place. You know, and the whole world watches this. You know, it's not like not like the news media is not there. Of course they're there. It's gonna be shown all over the world. And then people think, wow, that's how Americans act. You know, people are passionate about a lot of different things. People are passionate for what they believe in. People are passionate about uh, about politics, people are passionate. What they um, feel that their leader is is the one that should be leading the country on both sides. You know, anywhere around the world. 
But violence proves nothing. Violence solves nothing. You know, the, 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 the uh, divide, you know, in the United States of the red and blue has grown more over the years than ever before. The separation of both parties. It's just people, some people just can't let go. You know, you're more than you're more than welcome to uh, use the guest call-ins to talk to me, and of course, you're always welcome to text in um, your thoughts. You know, and it may not just be you know what's going on in the United States, but even other parts of the world where you're from. You know, where these class where these clashes may um, appear um, for for many reasons. You know, people like I'm saying. You know, um, there's this young this young woman leading. You know, the tiny march. You know, fought their way up the 14th Street, repeatedly breaking out of the crowd and only to be engulfed again. You know, yelling, pack your bags, you're illegitimate. You know, the mayhem throughout the night. It's just ridiculous. You know what, what I mean, what do you think the, the police have nothing better to do all day and all night? You know, they gotta they gotta get out there and, and break your sorry asses up. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous that the you know, police have to pull all the resources for child's play. You know, the fact is, and, and, and you know, and people are still are going to be who they are. The fact remains is that this election in the United States is over. And for some, it's just hard for them to come to terms with that. But for the, for, for the party that um, voted Biden in, how hard is it just to respect
the other people. How hard is it just to respect that? As long as they're not out there trashing the place, destroying your, your, your city or town, let them have their march. Let them shout their, their complaints. But no, that doesn't happen, right? It just doesn't. People just can't leave well alone. They have to give in that mix. They have to have that confrontation. And for what? So, you know, I mean, how long is this going to go on for? You know, for the next four years? You know, hypo hypothetically, let's say, you know, the Democrats get in again. You know, because that happens. Barack Obama was elected twice. I mean, are they going to, you know, haul or fraud, voter fraud again? And then you have Donald Trump who doesn't condone any of that. Donald Trump just goes out to the golf course. Plays his round of golf. You know, you still have this pandemic raging throughout the United States. Now, I was reading the other day, too, I mean, the, you know, governors around the United States, I mean, um, they're, they're starting to um, impose restrictions. You know, which should have been done a long time ago. But it's not too late. It's absolutely not too late to get this pandemic under control in the United States. But it's going to take more than the politicians. It's going to take everybody to get on board. When you have over 11 million people infected and you're seeing 100,000 a day cases, on Friday, I think it was something like 180,000 new cases. You know, then you have Donald Trump threatening the state of New York that he will hold back the vaccine. Because he doesn't like Kumo. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. 
you know, Kumo turns around and, and threatens to to uh, sue the the Trump and well, you know, to sue Donald Trump, the president, on on holding back the vaccine when it becomes available. And I'll tell you something right now: that vaccine will probably become available in the springtime, and Donald Trump will no longer be in office. So, but Donald Trump still likes to stir up a lot of BS. That's what he does. But to say something that, you know, oh, I'm I'm just going to hold back the vaccine on New York and the rest of the country can have the vaccine. That's absolutely ridiculous. So he's telling all you New Yorkers that you won't have the vaccine. You know, and you wonder, and you wonder why, you know, and you wonder why sometimes, and you wonder, you wonder why Donald Trump lost the election. Downplayed the pandemic right from the onset. He knew back in January how deadly this virus was, and he did nothing. He keeps telling the American people we're rounding the curve. It's going away. And and you know that's just a bunch of BS. What is he hoping to gain from that? I absolutely, I have really no idea. But Donald Trump supports mayhem. You know, he, he, you know, lives and breathes it. You know, yet then you have, you know, you have your radical groups out there amongst all these people. You know, speakers who address the aggrieved legions included Alex Jones, a discredited conspiracy theorist, most famous for tormenting the families of school shooting victims. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, a recently elected congresswoman from Georgia who has promoted and falsely alleges the the famous Democrats belong to a a, a compel of, of Satan worshiping and pedophiles. Are you kidding me? You know, absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, and then among the rally goers, were the members of the Proud Boys. It's an extremist group known for their black and yellow garb and endorsements of violence. 
some wore flak jackets and helmets. Stand back, stand by, read several of their shirts. Referencing the, the Donald Trump's directive to them during a September debate. Good morning, Lightbright. How are you this fine Monday morning? Morning. Did you have a good weekend? You're tired? I'm tired too, but uh, you know, uh, on different on different things. Well, good, you had a busy weekend. My weekend was my weekend was great. You know, I had uh, uh, a grandson that turned 11 years old, and um, that was a lot of fun uh, going over over to his house and celebrate his 11th birthday with him. And that, so yeah, it was good. So, but after that, you know, just did a little bit of shopping and just relax. But, you know, I've been out here, you know, talking about um, um, basically about violence, you know, throughout the United States. And not just the United States. I mean, we see that, we see that sort of stuff all over the world for whatever different reasons and causes. You know, um, over this, uh, over this election, you know, um, things really don't have to be that way. And like I said earlier, I mean, we all have the right to protest. But there's ways of doing it and doing it properly and doing it safely. It is really sad, you know, and I know as a Canadian, I know Amer all, all Americans aren't like that. You know, it's these groups that get out there just to cause mayhem. One group pokes the other group. Yeah, it'd be nice if you can come to, to uh, Canada, but not right now because all our, our borders are closed and they're going to be remain closed for some time you know with this pandemic going on and how how uh how fast it's spreading throughout the united states yes our yes our uh, our leader of our country is a prime minister and that is justice trudeau Just like uh, Britain, uh, they have a prime minister as well. So, but you know, when you have these controversial groups come out like the Proud Boys, you know, that's just adding fuel to the fire as well.
You know, I'll, I'll say this, you know, these radical groups, these, these racial groups, you know, racism is taught. We weren't born racist. Racist is taught. And that's pretty sad. From the white supremacies to all radical groups, it's taught. Yes, it is ignorant. Absolutely, it's ignorant. You know, I won't stand for it at all. You know, and like I said earlier too, you know, when, when people are watching the news, I mean, this goes worldwide, you know, and it just paints a picture of America. Some people may paint America with the same brush. Absolutely. You know, racial people deprive themselves of so much enrichment in their lives. Absolutely. You know, like I said, it's taught. You know, and like I said, too, I mean, with all this chaos going on, you know, of course, the police have to get involved. They've got to pull all the resources. You know, they got to get out there and, and, and break it up and babysit. You know, and, and Donald Trump is not going to get out there and, and, and denounce this. He's not going to get up in front of that microphone and say, look, people, enough is enough. The election is over. And accept it. No, Donald Trump is not going to do that. And even after Donald Trump leaves the office, it is not the last time that we will hear from him. He will always claim that it was rigged with no proof. His cases are being thrown out left and right. Every court challenge is being thrown out. And you wonder why that is. I mean, generally, when you go to court, you know, and, and you, um, File your affidavit, you have proof, 
you have strong evidence, you have a case, but not in this situation. And whether it's a, a, a Democrat uh, judge or whoever, or Republican judge, they're both throwing it out of court. And I'm pretty sure that Trump himself and his lawyers, you know, knew right from the get-go that it was just going to be thrown out of court anyways. And what a waste of time. What a waste of time. I had something here. I'll find it real quick. Down near the bottom. Here it is here, you know. The judges appear increasingly frustrated with Trump's legal claim about the election. You know, in, in the recent scenes in Clark County, Nevada has become increasingly common in courthouses around the country as President Donald Trump continues to push thinly supported allegations of, elect, of election misconduct and fraud. It's only fraud because he lost. And he said that from the onset during his campaign. The only way that I lose the presidency is fraudulent. It would have to be fraudulent. So who's Donald Trump calling fraud? Who, who is he calling fraudulent? He's calling Americans fraudulent. Americans that didn't vote for him. Over 75 million Americans did not vote for Donald Trump. The way things were handled, you know, when it came to the counting, those people that worked in the processing buildings of the elections, he's calling them fraud too. And how does he know there's there's not Republicans amongst Democrats counting votes? Doesn't matter where who you are or or, or what um, uh, walk of life you come from. Americans are counting these votes. You know, uh, let's see this one here. When a Republican lawyers in Nevada complained their observers were not close enough, if they could not hear everything or everything poll workers were saying the u.s district judge andrew gordon pushed back and he said at what point does this get ridiculous
the aspirated judge and appointee of President Barack Obama asked before ruling against the Republican. You know, in other court hearings and opinions around the country, judges are voicing similar frustrations with the Trump campaign's legal filings to a, to a degree rarely seen in venues where political rhetoric is generally unwelcome. Judge after judge after judge has asked, in essence, where's the beef? Whether it was a Republican judge or a Democrat, where's the beef? You know, it goes on to say that, you know, we have seen numerous instances where affidavits have been filed only to be immediately pulled back once tested in state and federal court. You know, I mean, how many, how many more does he, how many more lawsuits does Donald Trump have? You know, hasn't he exhausted all of them? You know, they filed at least 18 cases in battleground states, targeted because the president trailed Democrat Joe Biden by a comparatively large number in a lot of those states. But yet it's fraud. He complained about the mail-in ballots. Those mail-in ballots will be fraud. If they, if they are received after election day, that's fraud. That's not the case. You know, the, the people who work and the authorities of the elections. Obviously, they know the rules. Seems that Donald Trump doesn't understand the rules of the election. He only understands if he wins. Because God forbid Donald Trump loses. God forbid Donald Trump loses at anything. God forbid Donald Trump fails at anything. Because he won't take responsibility. All his bankruptcies throughout his life, all the failure in his businesses all his life, to take responsibility for that. He blames everybody else for it. Donald Trump has to be on the winning side or he's just really unhappy and disgruntled. And then he takes that out on others. 
He will fire you just by looking at you. Because you know you're not supporting them. Say you're fired. Just like his 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 reality show, The Apprentice. You're fired. That's what Donald Trump does when he doesn't get his own way. You're fired. You know, and, ne and nevertheless, several of those defeats have been punctuated by sharply wor worded rebukes by judges from both political parties. So, you know, these people out there who are Trump supporters, they can't just say it's Democrat judges throwing this out of the courts because it's not. It's Republican judges and Democrat judges who are throwing this out of court. It's got to be fair when it goes to court, right? Justice. It's supposed to be weighed and balanced. But it's like I say, it doesn't matter what judges say. You know, Donald Trump will denounce it anyway. You know, when a, um, a person, um, you know, they even bring, you know, they bring a, a sworn affidavit uh, by a witness who said they were, they were told about mishandling of ballots. And this is the answer from the judge. What I have at best is a hearsay affidavit. If there is something in that affidavit that would indicate that the witness observed activity that would be deprivation of the rights of poll watchers, I want you to please focus my attention on that. I heard somebody else say something. Tell me why that's not hearsay. I mean, you can't bring hearsay to court. Hearsay is not a good witness for you. You know, ladies and gentlemen, all I can say is that I hope things get much better in the United States than what they are right now.
it's imperative that all Americans come together. And put their feelings and, and divides aside. And work on what's really important for everybody. You know, it's like any, you know, it's like any politician too. I mean, I mean, don't expect miracles, you know, from politicians, because politicians are not miracle workers. Joe Biden, when he takes over the office in late January, is going to have a huge plate of a lot of problems. It's going to take Congress and the Senate to get through it. And it's going to take the American people to demand it. Because you're the ones who cast those, those ballots. You're the ones who voted. You're the ones who say who gets in the next time. And when you hold your by-elections in two years, your voices are going to be heard. So you're going to have to be patient while this transition takes place and things get sorted out. So try to get along with one another. I mean, Canada is not perfect either. Other countries aren't perfect, perfect either. But there's a time that we need each other and there's time for healing. And this is the time right now, ladies and gentlemen, for that. So let's get those thank yous out there, ladies and gentlemen, to all our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, and our paramedics and our police and our fire departments, that I thank you every day for the job that you do day in and day out. And I thank my listeners and my guests and my followers I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we will rock out the rest of the Truckers Podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me here this Monday morning. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a safe week, and thank you.